This is the Washington Indivisible Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cox. This Friday will mark the two-year anniversary of the events of January 6th, and Indivisible groups all around the state are going to be observing the day, first with a statewide online event happening Friday at 5 p.m., created by Olympia Indivisible and the Washington Indivisible Network, and featuring appearances from Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal and State Senator Manka Dingra. And there's also going to be an outdoor gathering in Issaquah in person on Saturday the 7th, put on by Indivisible Washington's 8th district. We are now joined by representatives from each event, starting with the co-founder of Olympia Indivisible, our friend Lisa Ornstein. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Hey, I'm really good, Stefan. Good to be here. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. And Washington Indivisible Network Steering Committee member, and of course, producer of this show and dear friend, Kat Pipkin. Hi, Kat. Hey, friends. So Lisa, I, let's just start with you because this uh, online event was your brainchild. First and foremost, just talk a little bit about why it is just so important that we all continue to remember the events of January 6th. Well, I would say that it's really important to remember because it's all too easy to forget or minimize just how close we came to actually losing democracy on that day. Trump's coup attempt, like other failed coup attempts, it's a warning for those who care about democracy and the rule of law. And it, what's important to remember um, uh, about these events is um, America will not survive the big lie just because the liar is separated from power, especially when there's an ongoing concerted effort by anti-democracy news outlets, social media, and lawmakers to distort, minimize and dismiss what's happened. Democratic institutions do not automatically maintain themselves. They persist only to the degree that ordinary citizens actively take up their cause and make it their own. So part of the work of defending democracy is to remind ourselves and our neighbors and our community to remember the January 6th, 2021 insurrection and just how close we came to that abyss. Yeah, agreed on all of that. I mean, we have to be vocal. We have to be vigilant. And all this speaks to the need for more engagement. So I'll just ask you, what would you like to see Indivisibles doing, especially over the next crucial two years? Okay, well, this is sort of my personal list here. Um, But I think a good way for all of us to start, like a good first step is to actively resist the magical thinking that lures many Americans to be led from uh, the, uh, during these electoral sort of in-between years from engagement with the real work of citizenship and democracy and driven instead towards sitting on the sidelines, passively obsessing over the glittery spectacle of media political speculation. And Lord knows there's just, you know, it's such a show out there right mm-hmm. now. It's really tempting, and it could remain very tempting to kind of sit there in that space. But there's consequential work to do, and it doesn't look like that. So one thing that we can do to strengthen our support um, is, is to strengthen our support of the legislative and policy work of pro-democracy lawmakers at 
every level, from our school boards and our city councils to our state and federal legislatures. And this could be like, it could look so many different ways. It could be attending meetings or signing up for the advisory board or giving public testimony, writing letters to the editor, uh, calling and writing to your representatives. Now, the upcoming Washington legislative session has me particularly, I'm really excited about this session because it promises some really great opportunities to leverage our voices and pass meaningful legislation, which strengthens our democracy, sets a model for the rest of the nation, and um, a great way to become a legislative rock star in that process is to become a Take Action Network user. And I'll be talking about that, how to do that at tomorrow's event. Another example um, is to act in defense of the truth and its importance. If factual truth is no defense in politics, then all that remains is spectacle and force. If Trump says he won, his followers must storm the Capitol. So the deliberate generation of this kind of altern alternative reality is itself incompatible with democracy. Now we can be everyday champions of the truth. That's what I'd love to see in 2023-24 and forever. So we can support ethical investigative journalism. We can listen to podcasts like this one. We can join in Indivisible's Truth Brigade, which pushes back against misinformation and disinformation on social media. And again, that's something that Kat will be talking about tomorrow. We can also strengthen our pro-democracy coalition by reaching out over the next couple of years and developing trust within groups in our communities and across the state who support democratic institutions and civil rights. Uh, we can also work uh, to register voters and do voter education to build trust and combat ignorance and disinformation about the safety and integrity of our electoral processes. I could go on and on, but that's enough to get us started. Yeah, absolutely. So much to do, right? Uh, registering voters, uh, creating coalitions, defending the truth, uh, advocating for uh, democracy-related legislation. And Kat, this is a perfect point to bring you into the conversation. Um, as we know, the legislative session is just about to kick off here in Washington. What democracy-related legislation in this new session should we be keeping track of? So a few of the things, I won't give bill numbers right now, um, but a few of the things that we can look forward to is trying to get rid of those stupid advisory votes, which do nothing but suppress the vote. Uh, people see that, they open up you know, their voters pamphlet and they open up their ballot and they see that and they just check out because they have no idea what they mean. So if we can get rid of those, that would go a long way towards making the ballot more meaningful. Um, in general, if we can eliminate barriers to voting, whether you are a formerly incarcerated person or if you have moved or if you have a signature challenge, anything we can do to bring those barriers down, that will be good. There will be several pieces of legislation on that. One of the key items that I hope we can get through is secure electronic returns for all. Mm -hmm. um, we used to be able to provisionally vote that way in King County when the state centralized everything a couple of years ago, that went away. However, if you're an overseas voter, or military voter, you have the right to vote electronically. It's very secure. Uh, I would love to see that brought to the full state. One of the other things I think that's really important in terms of pro-democracy is moving filing week earlier in the month. 
that will enable counties to do a better job of translating their guides into multiple languages as we need to do. Right now, it is so hard. They only have a few weeks to get that done, and it's hard to do a quality job um, in such a limited amount of time. Lastly, I think we can do a much better job if we modernize how we reach voters. That means that we reach out to voters and we communicate with them the way they communicate. So some people might be easier to reach by text, some people by phone, some people by email, some people by mail. Um, and I would just say that there are, you know, within even that little pot of things that are going to happen this leg legislative session, there are so many ways of becoming a legislative advocacy rock star in Lisa's term, um, which we will we'll go over a couple of those uh, tomorrow night. So much to look forward to tomorrow night. And I, I feel that it's just very affirming that there are real steps that people can take and that we are taking this sort of thing very seriously here in Washington state, because I think, and we have talked about this over and over with members of our uh, state legislature on this program, Washington state is a role model for other state legislatures across the country. And so we, I think, have a leadership role to play in this sort of legislation. Lisa, tell us about the lineup of Friday's event. What can uh, viewers, uh, look forward to. We're going to uh, start off with a remembrance of uh, the events of 2021. That's going to be by Congresswoman Jayapal. Um, and um, she is then going to go on to give us a kind of a having looked back, we're going to she's then going to look forward to what can we expect in the 2023 um, federal Congress. Uh, what's the landscape? What's the balance of power at play? What are the priorities of progressive pro-democracy lawmakers? What will and won't be possible? And how we um, can support those pro-democracy, progressive, uh, pro-civil rights issues. Um, and then we're also going to hear from our wonderful state senator, uh, Monka Dingra. And she's really going to be doing that same kind of forecasting, but at the state legislative level. So, um, and then <laughs> we're going to get a video message from Indivisible National co-founder Ezra Levin. And, and he's going to speak a little bit just about what is the national vision and, um, I'm really looking forward to hearing from him, and I'm sure we all are. And finally, because we're all about action, there's going to be information about a couple of pro-democracy power tools for the 2023 uh, Congressional and Washington Legislative Sessions, and that is Take Action Network and Indivisible National's Truth Brigade. Uh, Kat, uh, Lisa just mentioned some calls to action. So as listeners know, we tend not to do these sorts of things if we don't have things for, for viewers uh, to do. So what are we asking people to do? Specifically. Well, the, the two primary things we're asking people to do is to cl click two links. One is to sign up for Take Action Network if you're not already signed up for that. That's an incredible tool we have here for the state of Washington, where with the single click, you can communicate with your legislators on a specific topic. Mm -hmm. So we have that. That'll be a single click. And the second thing we'll be doing is having people sign up for Indivisible's Truth Brigade, which is a similar type of thing. It is, um, again, very simple to take 
take action. This is such a really amazing program because what it does is it also teaches you about how to effectively communicate. And then you harness those skills to combat the dis and misinformation that's happening online. Again, couldn't be easier. You'll learn a lot. It's a great group of people and we'll give you one click to sign up. I love that. Uh, and particularly in the case of the Take Action Network, if you want to become a legislative advocacy rock star, uh, that is your one click to do so. Um, uh, so, Lisa, I would just ask you before we let you go, what do you ultimately hope people take away from this event? Well, I would say um, three things. Inspiration, community and resolve uh, to be part of the solution. What democracy needs is everyday champions and each of us can be one of those champions and it's easy to know if you're doing that work um, if you're doing something on behalf of democracy if you've taken some time to learn something about the work you're doing if you're doing that work with other people and you're doing it again and again and again and again you are making a difference and so what i'm hoping is folks will if they're feeling tethered to an electoral cycle, they'll free themselves from that. It's just too small and confining, and it's often disappointing. And instead, let's all join the ranks of this timeless, universal fellowship of folks who envision the better future and do their part to make it happen. There's great work to do in Washington this year to protect and strengthen democracy here at home and across the nation. Timeless Universal Fellowship. I, I absolutely love that. When will this event be happening and where can people learn more? So it's Friday, January 6th. That's easy to remember. 5 to 6 p.m. And super easy to sign up. Uh, you can, um, I think Stefan is going to drop the link in the chat uh, right here. And uh, otherwise, you can visit either Olympia Indivisible or Washington Indivisible um, Facebook page, uh, our website, and it's also listed on the Indivisible National uh, Events page. Perfect. Lots of places to find it. I will indeed have that information in the show notes. Lisa Ornstein, my friend, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Stefan. Good to be with you. And next, we welcome our friend Chris Franco. He is a member of Indivisible Washington's 8th District and is a recently elected Washington Democratic State Committee member. He is going to be one of the speakers at the in-person event happening on Saturday, January 7th at 11 a.m. in Issaquah, put on by Indivisible's Washington's 8th District. Uh, Chris, hello, hello. I'm just going to start by asking you what I asked Lisa, and that is, why, in your opinion, is it so very important that we remember this day and also for people to show up to this event in observance? Yeah, and first and foremost, appreciate you having me back on the pod. Um, really, this is this is a, a reminder, you know, two years after our democracy was intentionally and violently attacked um, and has been under great duress since then. Uh, those responsible for the insurrection remain members of our government and at large and are actively working to uh, continue to erode and destroy our democracy to this day. Uh, so, I mean, this is this is a monumental moment in our nation's history. Uh, I mean, the significance is not lost on on any of us here, you know, in Indivisible or in the Kentucky Democrats or those across the country. I mean, this was the closest that we've come uh, to losing our democracy uh really and ending the american experiment since the the civil war i mean this is one of the most significant moments in our nation's history and we 
we need to make sure that folks are showing up, uh, that our community knows that uh, we are still committed to preserving and progressing our democracy, despite those ongoing threats and despite these intentional attacks on our democracy. Uh, I mean, this is an opportunity for us uh, to join fellow patriots, uh, to build community together, and hopefully bring some folks that uh, have been wondering, you know, how do I get involved and what what can I do uh, to help defend our democracy in light of what we're seeing right now and what we've been seeing over the last handful of years in particular? Yeah, getting involved is so important right now. I should mention to folks that I'm going to be uh, speaking there. I will be emceeing the event. I hope to see you all there. As, as Chris is saying, it is still a very clear and present danger. It is very, very important that we make our voices heard right now. Chris, what's the lineup for the event? Yeah, so we've got uh, quite a few things lined up here for the uh, 7th on Saturday where we're going to be kicking off this event. Uh, we're going to initially meet at 11 a.m. Uh, for sign waving on the corner of Front Street and Gilman uh, Boulevard in Issaquah. Uh, we're going to stay there for a while and let the community know uh, that we are here to defend democracy and stand together in doing so until about 1140, uh, where we'll transition from our sign waving uh, to walk to City Hall uh, up Front Street at about 1140. Uh, we hope to get to City Hall around noon. Uh, and that's where we're going to have our official rally uh, again at the Issaquah City Hall uh, steps in this case. Uh, and the, the lineup for that event uh, right now, it's it's going to be member led. Uh, we I mean, I'll be one of the speakers, as you had mentioned, and we joined by uh, Louise Miller and Carol Killingsworth. And then anybody in the in the community and part of Indivisible or just folks that come along that want to uh, share, you know, why it's so important to join in the fight for our democracy. So it's going to be an opportunity for folks to step up and just be heard and to share your your thoughts, ideas, and your commitment to democracy. But this is uh, going to be a relatively short event, uh, 11 a.m. I don't think it's going to go much longer than uh, 1230, but um, we've got a solid lineup of, of ways to get folks involved and to be out there and be present and to show our community that uh, the fight for democracy continues, and we're all about it. Yeah, it's great that you're encouraging uh, everybody to speak. You know, the old adage goes democracy. It's not a spectator sport. We, we do have to get involved. Um, I'll just ask you this, you know, whether you are participating or whether you, this is from the perspective of somebody who is observing this event, it's being held in a very public place and in, in, in a busy intersection. What do you hope people take away from this? Yeah, I think the big takeaway, I mean, our democracy is not going to defend itself. Uh, we must stay vigilant and committed to protecting our democracy and one another. Uh, I mean, I think another big takeaway is that you know, we here in our region, we have an amazing community of patriots that are committed to democracy and fighting for a better future for everyone. Um, and really, you know, Indivisible in and of itself is a remarkable organization that really leads in that work in defending democracy and organizing efforts to uh, to really make progress and you know, advance our rights, uh, passing legislation that's actually going to help la-di-da-di everybody. And uh, this is this is hopefully a welcome as well to community members, uh, to Indivisible itself and a way to get involved and really join a very welcoming community that uh, we'll continue this fight moving forward. Well, I love that. And I will also refer people to the show notes uh, for getting involved with the Take Action Network as well, and also the Truth Brigade. Lots and lots of ways to get involved uh, right now and crucial that we do so. Hey, Kat, I hear that the Trump chicken is going to be making an appearance at this event, right? 
Yes, right? We thought that we could retire the chicken. We had all these plans for like having a chicken emulation event where we could like go to a paintball field or something. But it turns out <laughs> that would-be dictators hate being made fun of. And so long as the orange one sticks around, we may have continued calls uh, for mocking that person through the Trump chicken. We have not seen the Trump chicken in a while. It'll be uh, yeah. it'll be fun to to, to see the uh, I want to call it a fella. I, I don't really know what to call it. It'll be fun to see it. It'll be fun to yes. see the Trump chicken. So yeah. yeah, come down, come to the event, come to City Hall. Um, it's a it's a flat route, by the way. Uh, if Chris didn't mention it. So if yep. you have mobility issues, um, it's totally flat. Or if you just want to join the rally, come to the rally. And there's nothing more fun than having your picture with a Trump chicken on a Saturday morning. That is absolutely true. Check it out. It's it's documented. Chris, where can people learn more about the event? Man? Yeah, I think uh, we've got some links that we can share that are going to direct folks to be able to register and, and uh, make sure they've got the latest and greatest. Uh, and hopefully we can share that through uh through here. Sorry, I'm getting going on <laughs> my like, cat here. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Well, we, we all have pets. Maybe we should we should bring them all in and, and have them uh, make a cameo appearance. Yeah, I'll definitely have that information for folks in the show notes. And if you would like to go to Indivisible Washington's Indivisible Washington's 8th District's Facebook page, you can certainly learn more there. Chris Franco, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. And that'll do it for this week. The executive producer of the show is Kat Pipkin. If you'd like to see a video version of this podcast, head to facebook.com slash indivisible podcast. The email address for the show is indivisiblepodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to Lori Kowal. And as always, my thanks to you for listening. I'm Stephen Cox, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.